0: I tried a different key excitable an excitable intro from Gibby it was an excitable intro because I'm excited to be here yeah uh, back after gosh it feels like forever but it's really only been four weekdays a couple weekend days so Maddie welcome back how was mm. the weekend
1: it was good it was uh uneventful we obviously have been just been soaking up all sorts of football which is nice to have back yep. in our lives um Snuck a pool day in on Saturday. Got a little toasty out there. Was able to get a get a late season pool day in. So
0: When do you close it down?
1: So first year with it, uh, had to consult the previous owners on this. They generally close it down end of September, but those people book up. So we're looking at the 10th, I think, of October. Too late. Won't be using it. It's just going to be there. Just soaking energy up. But, you know, we live and we
0: learn. Not to make this a pool podcast, but uh, we just shut down. Yesterday and and I was looking and it was it was the saddest day of the the tough. Uh, year for me. So it's far. tough.
1: Yeah,
2: you um, mind, well, you mind, one of the saddest days. You mind if I um, jump in here real quick? Yeah, please. Um, little fun fact, but uh, growing up, I used to do pool openings and pool closings every year. Interesting. My, gra- my grandfather owned a pool company.
0: Come on. <laughs> What's your recommendation on opening and closing day in New England? Yeah, optimal dates.
2: So. I can go off closing better than I can opening. But closing I would go anytime between Labor Day and the end of September. Essentially the anytime in the month of September. Yeah. We always that found that right. Nope, we've always found that even you get some warm days in September, nobody jumps in their pool.
1: The pool doesn't get hot enough to make it really all that enjoyable. And even if it's like kind of sunny out, the air isn't yeah, that's a good move. Middle of September feels right.
2: Um opening though, it I mean Everybody likes to have it open and running before Memorial Day, especially yep. in New, New England. That's kind of like our kickoff. But yep. you know, for some kids, the earlier the better. It gives them something to
1: do. Kachus already oh, paying dividends. We learned something right out of the gate.
2: Yeah. So
0: I'm I'm uh, I'm your pool guy. She's everything. <laughs> I would. Well, I will say the best service I've had from any company, and this is not a plug. They're not a sponsor today is the Pool Shed in Southern Maine, also a sponsor of the T Off for Tui Tournament. Um, and uh, and so anyway, we, we are very specific. May 8th is my son's birthday. Um, September 17th is my daughter's birthday. So we keep it open for both their birthdays in case there's a party. Kids want to jump in the pool, heat it for that. We went on a little too long before we introduced our guest today. But thank you for jumping in, Juice. So, Josh Deming, I got your name correct this time. I did not when I uh, (laughs) said. What did you call him? What have you called him previously? Josh Dooming. Dooming. Um, Because have you ever spelled someone's name wrong in your phone and then like pronounced it that way time and time again? Even though, like, I. I, No.
1: (laughs) I mean, this isn't a humble brag, but I guess it is. It's not possible for me to do because my OCD would not allow for it. So I, it has to be spelled right. I've got but to get if to the don't bottom know, of it. What
2: if you don't know it's wrong? That's what he I think. Wrong. With... Well, I'll go no, to a
1: trusted source to get the real, somewhere where you would put your name and it would be spelled correctly. I'll go okay. find that. It's okay. bad. It's not, don't, I don't recommend these things to anybody.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's a huge mistake and it yeah. costs
2: me. <laughs> big time. No, but MP, to your point, I'm a big like need a first name, last name in my yeah. phone before yeah. I say it. I can't just do like, you know, Matt, no, John, no. Mike, no, That's Scott, okay. or even, okay. even like Mike G can't do it. It has to be Mike Gibson.
0: Yep. Yeah. Our our previous um, our first guest on this podcast was was Rick Carlson. And I didn't know his last name for the longest time. And I just had Rick Golf.
2: <laughs> yeah. There you go.
0: So we're gonna we're gonna dive into that topic in a little bit, but uh so you go by Juice or or everyone calls you juice. Um yep, yep, any, any any storylines, anything that you, you took away from um the weekend football, sports, golf, whatever.
2: Um was, golf. well, I so being a you know, football fan, uh, mostly follow the Patriots, obviously, and then mostly just follow their division. Um, what I took away was that you know the Bills are probably going to be <laughs> win the division mm-hmm. um Miami made a great comeback uh Sunday so they are a team to look out for I think and I think this weekend's matchup between them and the Bills um, should be a good one
1: mm. that's going to be fun
2: um you know I uh the rest of the league you know definitely don't follow it as close probably as some of the other guys but um uh I did have a good time watching that Cardinals-Las Vegas game. That one was quite a good one. It was a front-ending. Yeah. Did, um, you ha- did
1: you happen to catch any of the Broncos game? Oh, okay.
2: God. I think um, they played.
0: I, or did you just read the text? To no. Well,
2: <laughs> a lot, most of the text kept me up to speed. Um, I think Gibby, Gibby had an emotional... Ride there, sure. right? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, um, he went through all the. Stages. I will say, I'm in. I'm in some. I'm in a. Um, it's kind. Of, it's kind of like a pick 'em pool, but it's basically there's no rules. You pick. You j- you can pick any team, any week. Do whatever you want. Um, and I actually this week I picked. Who did I pick? Um, picked the Rams, and I picked uh, Denver. Who I also picked in week one. Whoa. Where I, I, but I, unfortunately, I didn't put all my eggs in one basket, so I stayed alive. Um, but I was just happy that they won for me this week because now we we still have all our picks left. So
1: he's he's riding with you, Gibby. Two weeks you didn't oh. even realize it.
0: <laughs> so there was one point at halftime where I said to myself, I, I like, I think I re-listened to the podcast when Tarbell Smart. asked me what what were you going to do if. Houston beat Denver. Like, how embarrassed yeah. would you be? Yeah, <laughs> like that was in the back of my mind for about like seven minutes, and then Russ throws the pick on the first drive yeah. in the third quarter. And I'm like, oh well, no. give
2: um, it. This,
0: this is really, really bad. So,
2: <laughs> am I wrong that they were losing midway through the third quarter? Right. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean they okay. they
0: had like this weird control of the game that they were losing, um, which yeah. was not necessarily like dissimilar from Seattle. So again, this isn't a Broncos podcast. I won't dive too deep into it, but, um, some issues there, but Maddie, any, any big takeaways from, from the weekend? Um, other than, you know, just a a nice dip in the pool.
1: Not really. Everything kind of went, uh, according to plan. I think for the most part, I do think that the lions have the potential to be one of the most fun teams that we're going to watch all year. They have – I mean, they lost three-fifths of their offensive line last week, but I think they'll all be back. They're doing whatever they want on offense. It's electric. They're just – They've got pieces all over the field. They've got athletes. Defense is still a work in progress, so I kind of feel like they're going to be the – They're the team that I'd like to accidentally watch a lot of football from, I decided this year. They're my like – there's this whole concept. I don't even know who it is. It might be Simmons. It might be somebody else. It's like the in the NBA, they call it the league pass team.
0: The yeah. Team that, yeah you, Zach Lowe, Bill Simmons. Creative. That's right.
1: I think it might be Zach Lowe. And it's like you make a point to watch those games out of your market because it's just electric, and Detroit's that team for me. So my biggest takeaway is that team is on on the way, and they can build that defense a little bit, and then they might in theory be in play for one of these quarterbacks coming out. And mm. We're having
0: a very – a very different
1: conversation about them next year. So that's my big takeaway. They're fun to watch. I like that team.
0: I agree. Um, and you were in on our AFC preview on, uh, Lamar or not mm-hmm. Lamar. I'm sorry. Um, on Jacksonville. Yep. Um, I was thinking about Lamar when you mentioned, uh, quarterbacks in play. I mean, yeah, it could be, yeah. A free, that could be a really enticing opportunity, but wow. um, I know started here, <laughs> but <sighs> I'm excited about that. But you were in on Jacksonville early. um, and I was not expecting to see you know, 24-0 um, yeah. uh, against the Colts, who I think everyone was, was in on. Um, so
1: Well, it, th- th- real quick, and then we can move on because I know we've got a lot of other stuff we want to talk to. But I think that underscores the importance of having a diverse offense. like They lost their best playmaker in Pittman, and so they couldn't, they couldn't do anything, not counting Taylor. So now the, the blueprint is now in place for every other team that has a like, shutdown corner take him out of the game. And I don't know that that offense can do anything. So that's a pretty big deal for them. There's ramifications throughout the rest of the season that that has now been exposed this early. So we'll see. Nice storyline to follow.
0: Yes. So we, we wanted to get uh, Josh on juicy to talk a little bit about golf, right? Um, you know, I'm, I'm a very mediocre golfer, mediocre guitar golf, et cetera. Um, <laughs> Juice is a fantastic golfer, and one of the most courageous things I've seen in sports history is him playing on a surgically repaired knee in uh-huh. yeah. Um and just carrying uh, his team, which you know we're thrilled to be a part of, to yeah. a championship. Yeah. Um, so, Juice, in general, for the novice golfer, for someone that goes out once a week at the most over the summer. What, like, what advice would you give someone that's just picking up the game or not very good and wants to improve their score by a stroke or two around?
2: Yeah, uh, it's a great question. But I think the biggest thing, if you're just starting out and you're trying to find your swing, you know, you're trying to figure out, you know, how to play the game. Um, I wouldn't focus on so much or like how far you can hit the ball. And, you know, how straight you can hit it. I mean, those things are obviously going to, you know, be the two, two of the most important things. But I think it's when the biggest thing is when you get into trouble, it's like don't compound your mistakes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's say you hit a ball in the woods or you're, you're near a tree or you're, you know, you don't have a clear path to the green. I think the best thing to do, honestly, to save some strokes is to not is to basically just chip it back out into play. And, you know, try to make whatever number you can make from that spot. Um, you know, a lot of amateur golfers, even even good amateur golfers, try to make that hero shot. Um, that, But ten times out of, well, nine times out of ten, um, it doesn't work, pan out the way you want it to because we're, you know, even a good amateur golfer isn't good enough to consistently hit those. Those, those crazy comeback shots. And those strokes um, add up
1: too, right? You, if you do that a couple of times a yep. nine, you could yep. be burning five, six strokes right there and not even realize it, which is significant.
2: And the other, um, I guess the other piece of advice, which is probably, you know, somewhat similar to don't compound your mistakes is, you know, look at what's in front of you. Um, if you have traps, if you have hazards, if you have water, you know, can you, effectively avoid those hazards and leave yourself in a decent position? Or is it best to just, you know, I guess, say, take your medicine, you know, lay up to some areas and give yourself a better look of hitting the green, maybe getting up and down from somewhere else versus trying to make that 200 yard carry that you might hit, you know, once out of 10 times, um, those, you know, those strokes add up. And then obviously just you're going to make a ton of strokes or you're going to save a ton of strokes, chipping and putting, um, chipping, and putting is huge. Try not to three put, um, you know, I'm a huge bump and run guy. I mean, you guys, dude, you, that, you guys that, know, uh-huh.
0: Lesson learned if there's, dude, I, yep. I had like a 10 and eight, uh, behind my comparison like what is this what is yeah. the scorecard with yeah. a um, back back. he's never seen you know, those before and He's if like it, just bump and run gibby and, you know, and I did and you know um I've, I've missed enough if you,
2: runs, so. if you don't if if you have if you have green between you and the and I say green but you know grass I should say between you and the hole um, don't take out that 56 60 degree wedge and try to flop it. I mean, chances are we are, we're all gonna do it. we're all gonna blade it, we're all gonna pick our head up too soon and shank it. But if you take out an eight iron nine iron, and hit it like just like you would a putter, I mean the worst thing that happens is it just rolls you know past the hole or yeah something.
1: you leave yourself a putt either way
2: i mean yeah. Because when you Again, duff that uh,
1: chip and it's short and you have a long putt to go, it feels like you've lost two shots.
2: And the worst is like, I mean, we all get frustrated, but the worst is when you blade it and it goes screaming by the hole on the other side and then maybe it rolls into a bunker. Yeah. Maybe it rolls into water. Now, all of a sudden, you're like, it's you know, tough. you're going to ping pong. Yeah, yeah you're playing tough. ping pong and, and, and you, um, you know, now you're adding three strokes at a minimum, even if you get up and down. Um, so I don't know. Those are kind of the things I would probably say to your average amateur golfer. This is,
0: this is helpful. We're here to (laughs) improve everyone's golf game. Juice. I mean,
2: you know, hitting it long and straight obviously is awesome. But if you're trying to score even the best golfers in the world, will tell you like, you know, don't compound your mistakes.
0: So juice, I want, we're we're closing up like the golf season we've got another month or so um your favorite courses in new england most of our listenership is is here in new england certainly not jacksonville (laughs) um cincinnati we've offended too much minnesota alex uh got off on the wrong foot
1: he torched but um we're gonna have to extend an olive branch there
0: (laughs) um so two courses that you feel like you need to play every summer or fall um, tell me a little bit
2: yeah so um i'm going to i'm going to start on on a couple of areas i guess like so if summer you know spring summer fall here in new england we're limited to um i guess six nice months out of the year but you know the cape obviously is always a great place to go um we happen to have a lot of – our buddies group has happened to do a lot of trips in, like, southern Maine, you know, seacoast in New Hampshire, um, all great places, I think, to play in the fall. And even here in Central Mass, um I think we have a lot of good golf, you know, within a pretty good radius. One of the – if I would recommend one course to play in September – uh, maybe early October is pushing it. Um, Gibby, not sure if you've been there, but I would try to get up to Sunday River, yeah, um, and play and play that mountain course. Um, the views are awesome. The course is great. You got like that, you know, crisp fall air. You know, I think they start making snow like in early October up there. Obviously, up in the mountain. Yep. but you know the the window pretty short. But I would say Sunday River is a really cool destination spot for anybody in New England to try to get to that course.
0: It's the only course I've scored a six and a half on a hole.
2: Six <laughs> and a half?
0: Wow! I you're playing Chicago on a par four, and I I uh, I missed. I I three putted. I and uh, so double bogeys didn't matter. Right? You didn't score um and so i missed the six you know the putt for six for double bogey and um i told the guy i was playing with, well give me a six and a half yeah <laughs> we're gonna yeah.
1: don't make sure that doesn't find the gin not that it would <laughs> but you know it's, it's a not joke not know. that
0: was before i was i was uh
1: pre-gin you know, yeah, pre-gin i've got two gin now gin, so if you like a, one you gin, can borrow one
2: gin's a must i would actually another good tip for any amateur golfer mm. sign up for the gin yeah. track your scores get yeah. a real handicap Then you can go out there there and play with anyone. Yeah. Get in the game. um, But no, I would say, you know, that's obviously Sundar River. And then, I mean, there's a ton of good golf courses in Southern Maine. um, The Cape. um,
0: Favorite Cape course.
2: Ooh, my favorite Cape course. So I have played Cape Cod National a few times, Mm -hmm. which um, is private, but phenomenal course. Love it. If you know anybody there or can get out there is great. If you know, public courses, Hmm. Favorite Cape public course. Are you wow, going to go, do so you, many.
1: will you allow him to go up the coast if he wants to up the, up the yeah. South shore just a little bit?
2: He can, uh, I mean, he can take a ferry there. Okay. In Boston. He can, I mean, uh, if we're talking, you know, I mean, Pine Hills, mm-hmm. you know, Pine yeah. Hills is always fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, Matt, you got some Cape experience. What's your favorite Cape course? So the only I, private course I, love... I
1: played down there would be Sacanesset, which I believe you and I talked yeah. about. Um, it's over next to the Cape Club. Yeah. I, I thought that was an interesting layout. It kind of had a it had like a North Carolina feel to yeah. it. I
2: love. I don't know. I guess I, Cranberry Valley. I love yeah. Cranberry Valley. Um, had a yeah. lot of fun there. I mean, Bayberry is
1: like, always a hit. Bayberry is Bay- always fun like, to play. I was
2: gonna say, there's like the Cape staples that.
1: Yeah, we've capes. always
2: played, and if you ever get involved in like a Cape Group package, you're gonna find the same dozen courses are offered by most of them. I mean, we've played the Captains a captains. ton of times. They have two courses there. Yeah, um, Bayberry I love because they got the 18 holes, and then they got that little nine hole. Yeah, you know, tricky little links thing on the other side of the street, yeah. which we've had some fun at. Um. There was another one we played years ago. I think it's private now, though. What was that one? Uh, um, it's on two sides of the road. Well, it doesn't really matter. It's something else That's, for you to chew on. Jeez. I think it's private, but not a big deal. But any, you know, any of those, those heads, I mean, those are those are all the ones I would recommend. And
1: I will, I will add because you brought this up earlier, Gibby. So I played golf last year. There are places you can play golf on the Cape. I played on New Year's Eve. Hmm. So. I, I tend to, we tend to spend some time down there in the winter just to kind of get a different, ch- a change of scenery, but it's really selfishly for me. Cause I can go get golf in down there. And
2: yeah. And I mean, as long as there's not snow on the ground there yeah. and yeah. then even, even here, like I played last year in December up here in central mass. Yep. Um, then I had surgery, so I didn't play again until March, but, yep. um,
0: well, it was one of the most historic four-day runs that I think anyone's ever <laughs> yeah. seen. Another uh, It's
2: actually a place I'll—I'll I'll say it. I, I haven't been to it, but I would love to try to get to Stowe, Vermont, mm. and play and play their mountain course because um, I've heard really good things. And Stowe, Vermont, I think a really cool fall town to try to visit.
1: Yeah, mountain golf in general. I've made my thoughts clear on that next time I am captain, I'm going to be pushing pretty hard for a trip to maybe like Colorado to Summon County to the mountains. Yeah. It's, it's just a different experience. And I think this trip, obviously we've talked about it a few times on the podcast. We're elevating it to the point where we should just keep pushing those limits of the experience. And that would be a new one, a fresh one. It's a different type of golf. It has a little bit of a feel like Arizona, but just a little different air. So I agree. Those I've not played Stowe um, or I played, um, I played one of those Vermont mountain courses, but now I'm spacing on the name of it, but they're always a blast. They're just fun.
0: I agree. So we probably won't have time for today's episode to get into live golf, but, um, I want you to chew on it a little bit because we're going to get back to it and pre recording not to, you know, I know we, we like to give people insider baseball here, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, pre recording. We, we dove pretty deep into it and and i learned a lot so i think you know there's there's going to be some more to chew on there um but something that we're going to keep running that i think is really important that everyone knows is juice we need to know your road trip snack we focused Mm -hmm. on the salty i had an interesting text exchange with with my older siblings indeed Uh, and uh and they were they were going ding dongs and and yodels or whatever they're yep. called. Um, so, so I mean, nothing's off. You can have an ice cream, yep. <laughs> whatever yep. you whatever want.
1: you eat in a car.
0: Where yeah. where where do you land on your gas station? You know, snack or, Snacks, or huh? pack a peanut butter and jelly sandwich if you want for the road.
2: Yeah. No, actually. Um, so just in general, I'm not a candy sweets person. Um I obviously eat them don't mind them but my go to is um it's it's got to be there's two things. One would be Chex Mix. Oh yeah. Big fan of Chex Mix, homemade yeah. or even the stuff you buy in the little Yeah. Like... And I mean and they got the I don't know. I mean if you've you've seen it they got the regular the 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 cheesy mix, the bold yeah. and spicy mix. I mean yeah. all of them, love them. Yeah, that's a good call. Um,
0: i'm with you that's great but then mm-hmm.
2: my goat my go-to gas station or any i guess road trip chip is um it's uh what is it cheddar and sour cream or cheddar sour it cream te- and cheddar chips yeah those are like wow those those are probably my other like you gotta dig
1: yeah. for those those aren't usually right out front you gotta get you yeah, gotta dig deep
2: so that would be those would be my t- like you know again it'd that. be salty crunchy yeah. um all, and then I, I mean, I always have to have like you know either a Gatorade or a body armor or a, yeah. you know something yeah, like that. Might be more, something
0: yeah, vitamin or something a little. I like when I buy then, the body uh, armors and I
1: go, this isn't quite as bad for me, but <laughs> it is. <laughs> if
2: I if I am doing candy, it's peanut M and M's all day. Oh
1: yeah, we are peanut aligned M&Ms. on that. I know that about peanut M and
2: M's. I pretty much.
1: That's the one point. Don't eat.
2: I, you know, I like. You can offer me a Snickers. You could offer me Kit Kat. Anything like that. I'd probably just go. Peanut M&M's.
1: Yep. Classic. And they're always good. I've been known um, to eat yeah. a, f- a few too many of those in one sitting yep. that I'd like, I wouldn't like to disclose the amount, but it was <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah.
2: you don't have that, that, those would be my two. Chex Mix and sour che- cream and cheddar.
1: Chex Mix is such a great contrarian call because I feel like it's one of those snacks where everybody skips over it because it's boring and you don't really hear a lot about it, but it always is. You always want it when you've got it. You always enjoy yeah. eating it. And you're always really yeah.
2: satisfied after. Even on the... um even on the, like, the snack cart at the golf course the other day, I grabbed a bag of Chex Mix, and, you know, Tarbell was like, oh, they got Chex Mix? Yeah. And, you know, it's like, you don't know, once you see it or you see somebody else have it, you're like, yeah. I should get that. Yeah, because it's like, got the
1: little pretzels. It's got those, like, almost, like, sour dough type. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yep.
0: You know, like, the they're little, the, not twisties, but yeah. yeah, and then those yeah. little rye bread
1: pieces that don't fit, yep. but they do. Yeah, what yep. a great call! It is a I great
0: call. That might end up in the hall of fame. And I'm a Jeez. sucker for
2: like, I'm a sucker for a good homemade checks mix too. Like oh, okay. some, you know, everybody, yep. you know, depending on your recipe, but I've really never ran into one I didn't like.
1: Hey, you ever so. sneak a peanut M and M's into the checks mix at home?
2: Uh, no. Yeah. psychotic. Nope.
1: I'm just-, I'm, just I mean, I'm not gonna tell nope. you your business juice, but as I mean, a as a fellow lover of those peanut m and ms I think you know wouldn't kill you if you put some in there
2: well, every now and then they make those like you know i don't it's like those combinations of like trail mix i guess it is right you get you get all the saltiness that we probably just talked about and then they throw in m and ms the dried cranberries the raisins, whatever all that stuff's pretty good too i like but those are good I'll, answers. I'll, I'll, be, I'll have to try it. I'll have to throw some peanut M&Ms in my Yeah, next see where
1: it takes you. Explore the space.
0: I'm not going to say that that's your best tip for uh, beginner golfers or amateur golfers, but <laughs> no. it could not be your no, worst no.
2: either. What's yeah. an amateur golfer? Juice, I have a question
1: for you actually about yeah. golf.
2: Okay, shoot. Now,
1: I think we all are in agreement here that in, as you evolve as a golfer from truly terrible to slightly Terrible, to mediocre, <laughs> slightly below mediocre to mediocre, and all those steps yeah, along yeah, the way. Yep. Where in that journey should a golfer th- start thinking about getting properly fit, and why does that matter?
2: Um, yeah, that's a great question. So for me, I played, a, you know, I played a bunch of golf growing up just because my dad played golf. Like I never took it seriously. I didn't really. I wish looking back I played more as you know, I was younger, but I played enough to like have fun, you know, whatever, be decent. Um, uh, then, so then, you know, that was high school, college didn't play much after college started getting back into it. And I think it was around that time, like Shortly after college where, um, I first joined Manusnock, which is, you know, small, little, small, little nine hole golf course. Um, yeah, exactly. Great, great spot though. Um, and I said to myself, all right, you know, you invested the money in a membership and I want to get better. So that's when I decided I'm going to go get fitted for my irons. I actually never got fitted for woods until probably five or six years ago. But first thing I did was got fitted for irons. And for me, um, being a shorter guy, I, you know, I always felt if I just went in off the sh- and bought a club off the shelf, yeah. it was, it was too long for me. I was always choking down. Um, and I just said, you know, I just, golf's one of those things too, where like, you want to be comfortable with whatever you're swinging. So if you, if you pull a club out of your bag and you're always consistently saying to yourself, this isn't the club I should be hitting. You know, it's a mental game, you're probably not gonna hit it great. Yeah. Um, so that's when I went and got fitted. When in that whole cycle should a golfer get fitted? I don't know if there's really a, a right answer to that or like a one definite spot in their journey, but it's probably when you want to start saying to yourself, all right, you've invested some time into whether it be a membership, maybe you invested some lessons, maybe you um you know, you've played enough over the years where you're like, all right, I like this. um, And I want to go, you know, nowadays going into Dick's and buying a set of clubs to me doesn't make much sense because you're going to spend that much money on a set of clubs. You might as well spend the extra 150 bucks to get properly fit, to get those statistics uh, that you know, now is readily available. I mean, some people have like at-home swing devices that they can tell you your swing speed, your launch angle, your spin rate, which, you know, years ago wasn't um, quite as readily available. But now with all that technology, if you're going to spend, you know, a couple thousand dollars on a set of golf clubs... Commit to it. You might as, you know, you might as well buy clubs that are specifically geared for you, your swing, your stance, you know. It matters. Um, You know, as an amateur, that's one thing that can, you know, you don't have to hit the, we don't all, like the three of us here, we don't hit our seven irons the same distance. So, and when you go in to get fitted, you don't want to think about, all right, how far can I hit this club? Yeah. It's It's probably like, um, kind of what I said earlier. It's you want to hit it. Your dispersion, you want it to be. So whether you hit your seven iron two hundred yards or one hundred and fifty yards or a hundred yards, you want it to all be within like a twenty yard radius. Because that's going to matter more than how far you hit it. Yeah. Um. So I think if you're investing you know if you're if you golf twice a year with your buddies and you don't and you don't really care what your score is and you're out there to have fun you know i'd say if you have a set of clubs use it yeah but i think i think the i think the key is if you're going to buy a new set of clubs get fitted for a new set of clubs because just going into Dick's and buying it off the shelf you're not doing yourself any favors no, if you, don't, you set if yourself you, back. Yeah, if you don't want new clubs, then just keep using what you got.
1: Well, to your point too, I think you something you said there that I learned when I went through this process was you don't realize the disservice you're doing your game when you have clubs that don't complement your game. And then on the backside of that, one of the things that I've been trying to do a little bit more of as I try to get a little better at golf is being more realistic about my game day by day. Like, you know how it is. You go, you get hot sometimes, and you just, you play like, there's like a two week stretch in the summer where you just can't miss, and you're just, you're, you're just flinging darts at pins. Everything's, you're finding every fairway. And you try to channel that. And then it kind of gets you to a point where you inevitably will hit a slump, and you're like, well, I used to be able to do this, but like, we're not good enough to be able to sustain golf at that level for that long. So I'm trying to be realistic about the state of my game on any given day when I'm playing and try to lean into what I do well so that I can shoot a decent score and build and take something I can build from it. And that's kind yep. of the hardest part.
2: Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's, it's a hard enough game as it is. Um, you know, it's harder if you're using for me, if I'm using a club that's too long, it's harder. If, I, if, if you guys are using clubs that are too short, <laughs> I'm, not,
0: um, I'm not very tall
2: maybe not you too in particular but somebody who's you know, yeah, if, if was out was. there um you know at the same time i mean they make clubs now like you know if people consistently slice the ball they make clubs that can help fix that uh if you consistently you know draw the ball they make clubs you can set your club up for for those you know to you still have to swing the club. You still have to make good contact, but it aids in that your ability to do that. So kind of to your point, Maddie, you're doing yourself a disservice if you play enough golf and you care enough. Yeah. If you're not doing that.
0: Well, Um, I think think the point too, right. It's, it's a lifelong hobby, um, for, for most of us. And so, and and we're all grown up now. It's not like, you know, getting new skis when you're 10 and you're going to have strong, um, you know, you you can hold on to some of these clubs. You know, but-
2: it's like, you know, it's like if you're a woodworker, you know, you don't, you're not going to go out and use dull saw blades. You're not going to use, you know, if there's a new power tool out there that aids in your ability to help with your projects, you're going to want to invest some money and get that tool. It's just like golf. Like if there's something out there that aids, that will help you um, enjoy it more, then if you care enough about it, invest the money and and buy it. Yeah.
0: I think this is an um advertisement that we should be posting, you know, like pre-Father's <laughs> Day, pre-Christmas, birthdays, like uh, you know, juice is just yep. getting I, all of our male listeners, which is 93% of our <laughs> listeners. I tell you, you know uh,
2: what? On, golf clubs. Um, I'm uh, cre- top of, on creeping top down. of getting on top of getting fitted and you know, getting yourself a new set of golf clubs, which is always fun. It's fun to go get fitted. I mean, you hit, you know, you probably hit 200 different golf balls. You probably hit, you know, I was talking to another friend of ours recently, and, it, um, you know, the difference in like a 75 gram shaft and a 65 gram shaft, you would think is like nothing. Yeah. But when you hold, the, when you hold them in the same hand you're, or a different, you know, when you hold them together, I should say, you realize, holy cow, this one's way heavier than this one. Um, which is something, you know, we're talking grams. It's like, how can you, how do you know it's heavy, you know? And then just the way it feels when you swing it and, you know, and I guess it's probably like anything, whether it's cars or some hobby that somebody has, there's so many different materials. There's so many different, um, characteristics to a golf club that I don't know enough about it other than I know it exists. And you there's kick points, there's you know, there's 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 just things that you know the the guys that know what they're doing it can and when you swing a, um when you swing all of them in the same one hour period, you can tell a difference. But if I went out and if if you got, if the three of us went out and golfed tomorrow and I said, Gibby, let me try your driver and I swung it once, you know, I wouldn't I I'd, I'd compare it to mine that I currently have, but I wouldn't be able to compare it to, you know, everything that's on the wall. And I'd say, okay, I like that one versus I don't like that one.
1: You know, how it feels to you. And that's, what's important. If you can hit shots with it, whatever it may be in this case, whatever club we're talking about, then that's.
2: Yeah. And it's, I mean, I know when I went and got fitted, it's, it you know, they narrow it down to a couple and it's like anything like, yep. you know, the car, you have to like, the car you drive or else you're just not going to really want to drive it. You have to like the, the way the club looks. You have to like the way the club feels when you go to hit it. If you don't, you just, you're probably not going to hit it that well. Cause again, it's it. all, it's all mental.
1: It's a humbling game.
0: I love it. So yeah. uh, next time you're on, we got to pick up the, the live conversation because I, I think there are people that are curious um yep. any and we gotta close out here, but any last thoughts, anything you're excited for weekend, golf, football, anything on your mind, juice?
2: Um, I don't know. I'm a big fan of the fall, so I just I love mm-hmm. I love fall. I love the cool nights, warm days. Same. I love golf. I mean, I'm looking forward to playing golf. I'll I'll drop this little bomb. Um actually We're it's not a little news. it's not a little bomb, it's a pretty big bomb.
1: We're breaking news.
2: On you guys. Again, and and, you. and, and any, this, this might be breaking news to quite a few of you guys. Um, October 1st, so I guess a week from Saturday, um, I'm headed to California to play Torrey Pines and then Pebble Beach.
0: <laughs> I wasn't sure if Juice was having a child. Or
2: <laughs> I was ready for just
1: about it was, anything.
2: It was golf. <laughs> it was, too. <still>. Um, <sighs> Who's going so, to that? Who's playing? So it's a bunch of guys that, you know, that, remember that Alabama trip I yeah, used to Yeah, the Robert do? Trent
1: Jones trip. Yep. That, okay. Yep. So it's
2: basically that, that gaggle of guys, which is like guys that are all, I'm, I'm by far the youngest one of the trip. Um, so in demand.
1: We're so lucky to get them on our trip.
2: To get, but um, it's a good group of guys, um, old Manusnock guys that, yep. I guess to, to give you a little bit more insight. <clears throat> so this trip has been three years in the making. Um it obviously started during in twenty like it started in twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um obviously then COVID came. Part of trying to play Pebble Beach is you have to make tea times like twenty months in advance. Yeah. So um trying to get, you know, this whole thing put together took three years. Um it's not inexpensive. Uh we've been paying installments for three years, so it's not quite the hit to the wallet. That you might think, yeah, um, but but um, just to give you a quick itinerary, if you want it,
1: I do. Yeah. Have you been out there? Is this your first actual trip so this, to?
2: So I've been to. I've been to. I've been to San Diego, La yep. Jolla. I've never yep. played Torrey Pines.
1: Been to, uh, it. and I've
2: never, and I've never been to the Monterey Peninsula. So. I have not
1: either. I've been to Torrey Pines, not played it, but I've been to the course, and it's um, just like it's unreal.
2: But yeah. we're flying. We're flying out on a Saturday, October first. We're flying to San Diego. Okay. Uh we're playing we're playing Torrey Pines um Sunday and Monday. Mm-hmm. And I be- I believe the South course is the one you see on TV. Yep. Um and we're playing the South twice because the North, I believe, is closed for renovations, which is fine. We're playing the course that we would see you know the pros play. Um so we're playing Torrey Pines Sunday, Monday. Um Tuesday is a travel day we're, we're then flying up to the Monterey Peninsula and then so that's Tuesday so Wednesday we play I can't remember in what order but Wednesday we play Spanish Bay Thursday we play I think it's Monterey is the name of the course I don't know whatever and then we end the trip Friday we play Pebble Beach wow. and um and then and then I and then we fly home Saturday
1: we're gonna get some live. I'm assuming you're gonna be going so, live at some point in time. Uh,
2: so a uh, couple of things with that. I, I mean, I, I would, I'll check in live from California if Thank you like. You in but advance. also, um, I will let you know the dates and probably the specific times. But Pebble Beach has um, webcams on the first tee, yes, the seventh, the 17th green, yep. the 18th tee, and the 18th green. So I will let you guys know when I'm on that. Those now, co- those holes, and you can check in. Uh, we can.
0: Oh, that would be great. You can see There's me put commentary. out on
2: You can see me put out on eighteen. Can we get the we get ants? I'll, I'll He might be there. A, he might already
1: be there. We don't
0: know. Knock, is there any? Yeah. I'll, games? Knock,
2: I'll knock on his door if you'd like. Just send
0: I mean, him so that you get paired with a yeah. brand new guy, and all of a sudden, Jim so, Nance is paired, You know, this is, yeah. on the eighteen.
2: Yeah. So I'm 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 excited about it. I mean, for one, obviously, two iconic courses. Um, three good, you know, good group of guys, but I definitely want to bring back some trip planning so that, uh, um, absolutely so that we, we can plan a Pebble Beach trip someday in our future. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm glad I get the opportunity to do it with the guys I'm going with, but I'd much, I mean, not rather, but I'd love to go out there, okay. you know, with, with our as group long as they're not
1: listeners, it's someday. okay. We can say whatever they, yeah. they can of, listen.
2: Actually, when we're out there, we could you could get us all on, yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. you've got five right. Hours. You know, Listen, this is the yeah, podcast.
1: This podcast travels; it'll so, go anywhere, anytime. We've got a lot of stuff I've, like that I've going. I've kept
2: it pretty close to the vest. I don't know who knows. Does
1: I mean, does does Dubs know? I don't think so. Oh man, this is going to soak up a lot of his um, time. on the show. He might. He I, I he might.
2: I he might. I'm not sure. I don't think I've specifically told him, like point blank, I'm going to play Tory Pines and Pebble Beach.
1: He probably knows. Um, he felt it, but he somehow he
2: knows. I mean, he knows all those guys most of the guys that I'm talking about and um somewhere awesome. along somewhere along the way they could have said something and that's
1: but that's gonna be great. You're gonna have a so. blast. I mean that can't go. There's nothing that can possibly ruin that trip.
0: No nothing. And and the good news, Juice, before we wrap up, because we gotta we gotta finish up before we get cut out, um yep. Yep. is the uh show will be available on iTunes then. Mm-hmm. Um, Perfect. new name Big. coming. Um okay. but today uh, Apple. They didn't announce it. They didn't release anything. I saw they
1: they 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 pushed a press release across well, my desk. They,
0: well, they pushed the podcast out, so we're yeah. now available yeah. on Spotify and iTunes. Right. Um, so, so some really good news for you and for your your guests and and
2: right. uh, and for everyone. Good news for you guys. That's, that's, that's everybody
1: good. wins. That's we just. It's a flywheel yeah. of winning.
2: <laughs> well, juice
0: thank you. Um, This has been fantastic. I think every everyone can take something away, Uh, and this is what we're here for: is to teach people something you might not know, something that someone's passionate about. Like fitting is fantastic. Some of the tips, you know, how many times are you trying to make the green um, from you know the the rough or not even the rough, but somewhere between five trees and um, trying to kick something out. Um, So. This is super helpful. It's been fun to see you too. I hope you enjoyed
2: yeah, absolutely. your first appearance. I would, I'd come on anytime. You talk will golf, be. Will not talk. be your last. Um, yeah. Anything you want, I guess. There's a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff to talk about. There's a lot more to cover. We're gonna we're gonna keep He's this trying, rolling. So we got hockey, we got sock, we got the World Cup. Ooh, oh, yeah. Actually, yeah,
1: we could really use you, know, you for hockey season. We're gonna need that's that's you know, a blind spot uh, for me.
2: You know, it's a big know, blind spot. I, for I know me. a few guys that would love to talk World Cup with you when that comes. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. I know a couple guys. One of Gibby's <laughs> nemesis, I think, might be available.
0: <laughs> is, is it Kev?
1: <laughs> You've got <laughs> so many rivals. It's really hard yeah, to I keep up. <laughs>
0: But anyway, gentlemen, thank you. Maddie, as always, you're the best juice. Yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate it.
1: Thanks for coming, bud. We'll see you soon.
0: Take it easy, guys. Good night. Night.